Hallelujah. Can we just ponder that for a minute? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Can we just think about that? When? You know, when? How? Why did I forget? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Who you are, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Forgive us, Lord God, for so often forgetting, Lord God, who you are and that you are the king of the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my sweetness, and thank you guys for bringing that, that, that song to us. I, I hope it ministered to you all. Amen. All I can say is today when, when God started dealing with me in this word, uh, just like the Sunday school song goes, it started bubbling, 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 bubbling in my soul. So I, I'm excited about what God wants to bring tonight. And uh, if you could stand, we're just going go to go to the word real quick, Job. Um, chapter 38, and I think I'm going to look at probably 1 through 13, actually. And, and I just want to think and, and, and ponder that song that we just heard and, and what these words say and, and what the song is saying and what Job has been saying to God. Most of us know the story, or we all know the story, and how God answers him and, and what God says. So the difference between what we say every day and who God says that he is. So Job chapter 38 verse 1. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is that or who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee and answer thou me. Where, what, where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measure thereof? If thou knowest, or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who shut up? The sea with doors, when it break forth, as if it had issued out of the womb. When I made the cloud the garment thereof, and thick darkness swaddling band for it, and break up for it my decreed place, and set bars and doors, and doors, and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further, and here thou, or here shall thy proud waves be stayed. Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days, and caused the day spring to know his place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it? Amen. If we could just seek the Lord here real quick. The, the title tonight, what God laid on my heart, is that song exactly, When Did I Forget? When Did I Forget? Lord, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your ministering spirit, Lord God. I pray that you anoint these words, Lord God, that come forth from your vessel. Speak to us tonight. Help us to know, Lord God, to be unshaking, Lord God, in these times. Help us, Lord God, to know, Lord God, that you are the king of the world, that you are the creator, that you are the king of kings, Lord of lords. You are God and God alone. There is none beside you, none above you, Lord. Help us to be steadfast, Lord, and strong in your word and in your knowledge. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Like I said, God just started stirring that on my heart today. And, 
And I'll, I'll say the way it, it started out was I woke up and, and got the text from Pastor to, to teach the night. So I, I told Liz, I said, well, you know, I probably won't come home. I'll probably just go straight to church and, and just meet you guys there. And she said, okay, great. She's like, well, um, teach on God put a rainbow in the sky. And I said, okay. And she said, yeah, do something encouraging. And I said, I, I just kind of chuckled and said, I wish it were that easy <laughs> to just put a, a word on your heart. But it got me thinking so much after she said that, that we need encouraged every day. We need encouraged every day. Knowing all these things, knowing all this truth in this word, we still need encouragement every day. And, and sometimes we let that get us down so far that we start to give up and we start to doubt and we start to to let this burden weigh us down. But God's word says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But somehow we still manage to let that sometimes slip from our mind. When did I forget? When did I forget, Lord? When was it that I forgot? So it, it just got me thinking and I thought, Lord, we've got so many Holy Ghost filled saints that are just dead in their seats, dead in their pews. And not living to the potential that God has, the promise that God has for our lives. He made God put a rainbow in the sky. That was a covenant with man, with us. He doesn't want us to live downtrodden. He doesn't want to us to live defeated. And I just started thinking about that service Sunday night that pastors preached. Even the, even the winds and the water obey him. So I follow that up tonight with this. When did I forget? When did we forget that the winds and the water obey him? When did we start to struggle and find these, these times in our lives where we get seasons in our life? And there's a season for everything. But I don't believe God wants us to live with outside of his purpose for a, a long time. We may go through seasons where we're growing and we're being challenged. But we can never forget the promises that he has for us. We can never forget the truth that we are a child of the one true king. And now we can live in victory. Victory in Jesus. That's the way we walk. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's what we walk in. And that trust and in that knowledge. And we see what happened with Job and how he rebuked and said, no, this is who I am. But this is what we find ourselves saying all the time. And, and I left the house to go run some errands and that song came on. And that's when God just spoke to me. When did my people forget? When did I forget? When, when did I forget that you, that you are the king of the world? When do I forget this, this fact? And it's every day. We do this every day. Paul said, I die daily. I should die daily. Amen. And that's absolutely true. We should definitely die daily. Put our sins on the cross and die. Kill this flesh every day. But we also must die daily to know that he is the king. And that victory is in him. And we don't have to carry this struggle and this burden. And I think that that's why so many of us are dead in our seats and in church. We come service after service and leave without any victory or it's momentary. That's not the will of God. People always ask, what is the will of God? Well, I know that's not the will of God to live defeated. He hung on a cross for a reason, not for us to live defeated. I hope that we don't let that be in vain. That cross, Calvary, to go wasted and to be in vain because he gave us victory that day at Calvary. And that's what he wants us to, us to live in, is in that victory. So that song spoke to me and just said, 
When did I forget? When did I forget? And it's what we do. It's what we do so easily, just like Pastor preached about Sunday night. The apostles on this boat, hearing it's walking with Jesus, being taught and ministered to by Jesus, God in the flesh. Here he is, telling them, instructing them daily. This is who I am. This is who I am. This is who you are. This is who you are. This is the victory that I have for you. But yet, they still are scared to death, thinking this is the end. Is this all there is? What's going to happen? Is God going to die on that boat? God's not going to die on that boat. Amen. But they go to him and they're scared and, and he has to rebuke them. But we can understand and take comfort in that because we, we give the children of Israel, the apostles, a lot of times Peter, a really hard time. Meanwhile, we do the same things that they do every day. The children of Israel coming out of captivity from Egypt. Seems a sea part. My Lord, if I ever see that, I would think, well, my faith will never be unshaken again. But yet here they are, shortly thereafter, questioning again, saying, Lord, you've abandoned us. What are we doing here? We just need to go back to Egypt. What are we going to do? We're going to die out here. We give them a hard time. But we do the same thing. We do the same thing as the apostles on the boat. We come out of victory after victory, see miracle after miracle, and then the first challenge comes our way. We fall flat on our face. What scares me is the persecution that I believe is coming to the church, especially in America. We, we, we think that it's not happening, but it's happening in this world already. Everyday Christians, I have to say it how it is, are being murdered gruesomely. And, and I fear that what are we going to do as a church when the persecution comes to America. And I believe we're going to see it in our lifetimes, if not soon. I don't know. But I strongly believe that. And, and we have to know and be strong and steadfast and know. And not forget. Not have to say, when did I forget that you're the king of the world? Because we're going to be challenged. And we have to stand strong at those times. And we are Holy Ghost filled apostolics with the truth. And it is up to us. To be able to say, wait a second, I know when those challenges come up. That's okay. The apostles struggled with it. God rebuked them lovingly and told them, I'm the king of the world. Job struggled with it. God strongly told him who he was. The children of Israel, a cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night. God is speaking to us, constantly reminding us who he is and who we can have faith in that he is. And not have to say, well, I have to carry this on my own. I have to provide this. I have to carry this load. This yoke is getting very heavy. It's not up to us. We have to know and understand, just like the song says, when did I forget? And that moment we start to feel that, that moment we start to feel that pressure and the fact that we have to carry this, we have to fight, we have to do everything for our family, our coworkers, our neighbors, ourselves, our job, everybody, all the pressure that starts to come to us when we start to think, okay, I got to handle this, I got to handle this, I got to carry this, and that pressure mounts up, say to yourself, when did I forget? When did I forget? I hope you're receiving that, hallelujah, because we all too often forget and say, wait a minute. He's the king of the world. He's the one that's the king. He's the one that has this. And we have so many wonderful things happening in the church. And, and to my wife's point, this is encouraging. This is an encouraging word tonight. The word of God is encouraging. Everything that he taught us is encouraging. His life was encouraging. 
The cross is encouraging. It gives us hope. It gives us eternal salvation that we can know every day, no matter how bad things look, whatever the case, eternity is where I'm going. With my God and his kingdom and all this stuff will pass. We're sitting on 11 acres for a reason, church. God is getting ready to do amazing things and we should be walking so powerfully right now. Everybody in this congregation, no matter what we do, whatever part we're serving, if it's praying in a seat, if it's ministering, if it's teaching, whatever it is, we should right now be walking in such victory and faith because we have 11 acres. And I don't know if you saw the deer sitting outside Sunday night. I thought it was beautiful and lovely. I'm not a hunter. Some people are probably like, where's my gun? I was just like, hey, that's really cool. That's beautiful. But you know what? This 11 acres isn't for us to look at deer sitting out there. I'm telling you right now, I don't know how big the sanctuary is going to be. I, I don't know. Brother Brian talked about it Sunday night in prayer. But it's going to be powerful. And God is bringing people, broken, hurt people from this city. And we don't want them to come in and see downtrodden saints. We want them to see a live church. Amen. We want them to see a Holy Ghost filled church. Walking in faith. Speaking in faith. Showing them God's love and saying, yes, you've come to the right place. You know what I went through? Here's what I went through. And encouraging them and showing them the truth of God. And being encouraged and encouraging them. And them not seeing people that are broken. They're coming in here broken. We want to be alive and walking in that faith and saying, amen. I know what God's going to do. I know what God's doing for me. Amen. Walking in victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's what God's going to do with this land. So. And I'm getting the confirmations here everywhere. Plenty of conversations I've had with some of you right here. Talking about the same things. Yesterday during uh, prayer at, here at the church, Sister Esther Barnhart came in and just talking in conversation before we left. Confirmation of what God's going to do. Bringing broken people from this city. Bringing that lost sheep like I once was myself back. Just like Pastor preached about. Sunday night, God going after that one. The 99, I'm going to go get that one. That one lost coin. God's bringing them back. It's starting to happen now, and it's going to continue to happen. I believe it doesn't matter how big we're going to make this sanctuary. God is going to fill it up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I think he deserves some praise. Can we praise him just for a second? Thank you, God. Hallelujah for what you're doing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when we forget, amen, when I forget, you're the king of the world. He's the king of the world. Even John the Baptist, baptizing, seeing that glory, seeing the heavens open up, and God pour out his spirit on Jesus. Even he, at one point in time, questioned and said, did I miss it? Did I miss it? So it's okay. I get that we doubt. That we have bad days. But what's important is that we never forget. And when that happens, we say, when did I forget? Okay, this is when I forgot, Lord. I'm sorry. Help me to remember exactly who you are. Because you're a strong and mighty God. And help me to remember my, my overcomings. What you brought me out of. That you pulled my feet up. You set me on solid ground. Help me to remember that. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Help me to remember that, Lord, when I'm doubting. 
Help me to remember that on those bad days when I don't know how to encourage someone else. Help me to remember who you are. When did I forget? When did I forget? Jesus asked the the disciples, who am I? Who do people say that I am? I don't know that he was asking them just because he wanted to verify that they knew or just to make sure that they never did forget. And I don't know if some of them wondered or, or, or thought about it for a minute, but Paul spoke up and said, Thou art the Christ. And that's what we have to remember at all times is who he is and that he is the king of the world. When I forget, help me to remember. And I just want to look at a few scriptures, a few more scriptures in Job because it goes on. I only got to halfway through that chapter where God is telling Job exactly who he is. Because Job began to doubt, question, call out God, a scary thing, and and say, do you know what you're doing? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? So God finally spoke. We get all the way to chapter 38. After he hears all this, people telling Job what he should think. People telling Job who God is. Job telling God who God is. And God says, no, I'll tell you who I am. But I want to do just a a side-by-side comparison of just some of these lyrics of what we say and then what God says. So if we could do, uh, again, staying in chapter 38, pull up uh, verse 36. And I want to read what the, the, the song says. I tried to fit you in the walls inside my mind. God says, who hath put wisdom in the inward parts? Or who hath given understanding to the heart? Then uh, verse 17. The song says, I try to keep you safely in between the lines. God says, have the gates of death been opened unto thee? Or hast thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? The song says, and we say, and then verse 18, Joe, I try to put you in the box that I've designed. Verse 18, God says, hast thou perceived the breath of the earth? Declare if thou knowest all. We say, and in verse 31, we say, I try to pull you down so we are eye to eye. God says, canst thou bind the sweet influence of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? My Lord. Verse 33, and the song says, though, how could I make you so small when you're the one who holds it all? God says, Knowest thou the ordinance of, the, of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? Verse 16. We say just a whisper of your voice can tame the seas. Amen. And God says, absolutely. Hast thou entered into the springs of the sea? Or hast thou walked in the search of depth? Verse 16. And we say just a whisper of your voice can tame the seas. Oh, we just, I'm sorry. Uh, verse 35. So who am I to try to take the lead? Canst thou send lightning that they may go and say unto thee, here we are? And then finally, verse 34, God said, or we say, still I run ahead and think I'm strong enough. God says, canst thou lift up thy voice to the clouds that abundance of waters may cover thee? So we see what we say every day when we're questioning and are asking God, 
or telling God what, what we're up against, telling God who he is and why he's not doing what we want at that time, telling God, where are you? Why aren't you doing it this way? Why aren't you doing it that way? Meanwhile, God, just like he's talking to Job, is saying, where were you? Where were you when I hung the stars? When I set the earth upon nothing, where were you? That's who he is. When did I forget exactly who he is? That's who God's telling us that I am or that he is. But we're constantly telling him the box that we've created for him. We're constantly telling him who we think he is and and what he's supposed to be. Meanwhile, he's saying, when did you forget? And I have to ask myself, when did I forget? So we have to look at Job and say, what did you do? What happened there? And what were you up against them when he was calling out God? What did God say? This is who I am. This is who I am. Hallelujah. Again, it's what we do. It's what we do every day of our lives. We start to forget because the pressures, the enemy's constantly coming against us. And we forget. Greater is he that's in me than he who's in the world. And I sometimes, I think about that. I, that has a couple meanings for me. One is, yes, greater is the Holy Ghost in me than Satan that's in the world. But I also have to remember that I'm in the world. This flesh is in the world. And I have to remember that greater is that Holy Ghost in me than this flesh that's in the world. Than me, this person that I am that's in the world. And when I start to say, I'm going to carry this. I forgot who God is. I forgot who you are, Lord. So yeah, I'm carrying this load. I'm carrying this problem that my family is dealing with. This situation that I'm dealing with. This, this trial that I'm dealing with. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. Hallelujah. It's not always the enemy, folks. Sometimes it's us struggling and wrestling with us. And us and our flesh wrestling with God like Jacob did. Just like he did, wrestling and saying, I got to do this. I got to manage this. Men, especially us. Amen. We try to fix everything. We try to take care of everything. How many times has my wife been telling me stuff, sorry, and and I say, I try to fix it. And she says, just listen to me. (laughs) So we try to fix it. And that's what we try to do and everything we have to, and we have to remember when did i forget when did i forget greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world i don't have to carry the load all the time sometimes i just need to stop and wait and listen and let god move on that situation plenty of times in my life that's had to happen but if you're anxious like me and sometimes want to get things done right away fix things whatever it may be we just want to go 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 and take care of it. But God's saying, you know what, if you do it, that's fine. Sometimes he'll let us do it and, and dig a pretty good ditch for ourselves and say, well, I let you do it. And, and here's the rut that you're in now. And sometimes he'll let us do it over and over until we say, when did I forget that you've always been the king of the world? That you're the one that hung the earth on nothing. That you're the one that named the stars. Hallelujah. That's when I have to stop and say, okay. Take over, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I definitely remember a time when I started to wander and tried to control all that. It was shortly after I came back to God and the church and just feeling everything, just seeking God and eating up every word and, and feeling like I was growing and strong. But then all of a sudden, God or the enemy, I don't know what it was, put a good speed bump in my way. And I, I, and I know, well, you know, I, I know that God let that happen because I remember the day before, it was a Sunday, 
and uh, I had a little pity party going on. At that point in time in my life, I had just come out of just a lot of trials and problems. God was bringing storms in my life to call me back, to call me back, to call me back because he won't let go of us. So I had made that decision. I had come back to God, and I remember just feeling victorious. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I had lost my job. So at this time, I had a temp job, and, and I wasn't making much money. So it was a Sunday after morning service, and everybody was going out to eat. I wanted to go and didn't have much money, and I started to have a pity party and say, well, Lord, if you would take care of this, then I could go and have fun and do all this. And um, the next day at work, I go into work, and they tell us, well, not only do I have a temp job that's not making nearly what I had been making previously, but they said, well, we're going to cut your hours in half. So now you're going to make pretty much nothing. I, at this point, I was like, Wow, just after I had this pity party yesterday, now God's really showing me. So I was like, Lord, what, what happened? What's going on? So I remember being frustrated, left work that day. Actually, men's softball, Monday nights, I called Brother Dave Duvall, and I'm still in my, my pity party, my rut, and I'm like, all this is going to happen. All this stuff is going to happen. I'm going to lose my place, lose my car, move in with my parents, all this stuff, which... You know, once you hit a certain age to move back in with your parents is definitely not something you want to do. So all these thoughts are going through my mind. I had definitely forgot who the king of the world was. Called Brother Dave and said, hey, I'm not going to even make it to softball to pay the $3 and the gas money to get in there. And, you know, he spoke an encouraging word in my life and said, trust in the Lord. Amen. Give your, put your, your cares on him. You're going to be fine. So... The next day, I, I prayed about it. I received that word. The next day, I go into work. Immediately, they say, we were totally wrong. Not only are your hours going to be what, what you were at before, but you're going to start making more. We're going to have as much overtime as you want. So God said, I am the king of the world. God answered that and said, when did you forget? When you forgot, I'm going to still show up. Amen. I'm still going to show up, Charlie. I'm still going to be there for you. I'm going to let you have your pity party. I'm going to let you go through your emotions and start telling me who I am. But then wait, when you're done with all this stuff and you start letting it go to me, I'm going to show you that I'm the king of the world and I'm going to bless you abundantly and I'm going to give you more. Amen. Hallelujah. And when we start doing that and trusting him, he starts to give more and give more. The more he can trust us with, the more he's going to give us. But I also remember a time, it was after that, that I didn't doubt. And I was still having a, a hard time because, again, it wasn't nearly what I was making before. But I, I don't even remember the circumstances. I remember I was at my apartment and something was going on with, with my car. I, I can't remember, but I had to get it fixed. Whatever was going on, I remember thinking, the enemy, I know that this is you. Because so many times in my life, and when I was coming back to you, I would start to make that move back to you, Lord, and then I would fall back. At the first sign of trouble. So the enemy was just fighting, fighting and fighting to get me back. But I remember getting in my car that day in the midst of whatever trial was going on and the troubles that I was having and yelling out, I am not going to quit. And I wanted Satan to hear me and I wanted God to hear me because I was not going to quit. Because I remembered that day who the king of the world was. I remembered that day who God was. And that greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. And that's what we have to do. And amen. If we have those times of trouble when we doubt, 
when we speculate, when we fall, when we go down to the bowels of the boat and say, Jesus, this storm's too much, we're all going to die. Or when I say, I'm having my pity party, whatever the case may be, thank the Lord he's faithful and just. His mercies are new every day. Hallelujah. Thankfully, he knows and understands who we are. Just like the children of Israel. Just like the apostles when he told them. How many times? Who, who do you say that I am again? How many times are you, are, you can't even stay awake for an hour? Constantly just rebuking them. Saying, remember who I am. Remember who I am. And that's what we got to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you for that. Thank you for giving us those mercies every day. And we need to wake up in that power and in that understanding and know that his mercies are new every day. And that we can wake up every day no matter what's happened the day before and say, Lord, your mercies are new every day. Thank you, Jesus. I can walk in that understanding today. No matter how much I'm doubting today, I'm going to say, when did I forget? You are the king of the world. Your mercies are new every day. And enemy, I'm not going to believe those lies. I'm not going to walk in that untruth today. I'm going to walk in this power and this knowledge that you are the king of the world. That you are my God. That you're my way, my truth, and my life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So many times, so many times. When did I forget the scripture? I turned my eyes unto the hills from where my help comes from. When did I forget Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. When did I forget? Who is this king of glory? When did I forget? Trust the Lord with all your heart. When did I forget? The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Hallelujah. When did I forget that? Every day. I die daily. And I have to remember. Because the enemy is out to attack and tear every one of us that are in here today down. Because if he can get to us. He can get to this world and what we're trying to do. Like I said, what, the, what God's doing with this church, our pastor, the things and, and the truth that is coming from this pulpit. Every time the word goes forth, if the enemy can stop that through any one of us in here right now and tear us down, we got to understand he's coming at every one of us. And that's why we pray for our pastor. That's why we pray for this congregation as a whole and everyone in here. That's why every day I pray for this congregation as a whole because we have to know and not forget who that king is and who he is. Because when the enemy tears any one of us down, that has a ripple effect on so many people. We don't even know the people that we're reaching every day. We may not even have to say anything. I know that in political correctness, in this world, and our jobs, we're hesitant to say things. And, and, and that's kind of a scary place to be. But the way we live our lives, the way we handle the trials, the way we are at work or in our family that's not saved around them, hearing the things, the burdens that people are putting upon us, when did I forget? I can't forget in front of them, amen? I can't forget in front of somebody that, that's watching me because let me tell you, people are watching you, church. Your coworkers are watching you. Your children are watching you. Your family is watching you. And the minute that any of us take a fall or we lose sight of who the king of the world is, they're going to have doubt. It's that important. Hallelujah. God is using each and every one of us, each and every one of us to reach, to reach this world. That's what he's called us to do. So we don't have to rely on our pastor. We don't have to put it all on him. We need to pray for him. But take the word and the encouragement and the knowledge that who God is, that king, out into this world and out into our job. 
and out into our families, to the highways and the byways, to the restaurants, everywhere we go, walk it, knowing he's the king of the world, knowing who he is. Amen. But we can look at Job and what he was going through. And I just wonder, when did Job forget? I don't know when he forgot. We could easily say, well, when everything that happened to him came against him, maybe that's when he forgot. But it had to have been before that. He certainly did at that point in time. That's when we go through scripture after scripture of him and the emotions that he was going through. Understandable. And, you know, I believe that our our parents and our grandparents go through many things that allow us to live better. That allow us to to have a better life and and be stronger and and have more and walk in, in better victory. That we don't go through the problems that they went through. That we don't live out the problems that they went through. That they can teach us this is what I went through. Job is is known to be the oldest book, the oldest written book in the Bible. I find that interesting because what a story. It shows me that God wanted to say something, amen? If that's the oldest book that was written, God is saying, this is what you're going to go through. And hopefully none of us have to go through what Job went through. But because he did, we can read this book and say, Lord, thank you. Because what he went through. And when he questioned and forgot maybe who you were, we don't have to do that. We can look to what you went through and have victory in that. And what Job went through and what his challenges were and say, well, when I start to have these questions, when I start to challenge God, question God and why he's doing what he's doing in my life, I can look to this and say, God was speaking from the foundations, from the beginning of the Bible, the first book. He's wanting to say something. This is who I am. This is what I did. So don't ever question me on who I am. I know more. My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My knowledge is higher than your thoughts. And I think, again, on the heels of pastor's message Sunday night, even though the winds and the waves and the, and the water obeys his, his voice, his word, we have to remember that. And that's the power of God, our God is the king of the world. We are children of the one true king. That's what we have to remember. So his word is encouraging, amen? This word is encouraging, and this word is what we can stand and walk in every day and look to Job and say, thank you, Job, for going through what you went through because it's something that I can look back on and I can see your answer. He was rebuking Job, but he was certainly letting letting him know and assuring him This is what I can do. So when you have doubts, when you start to try and walk your own way, trust in me with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding because I have a way that's better than you may know. So many times, like I said, we can get into uh, trying to do things on our own and find ourselves in a position or a place where we've, we've dug this hole and this is where we're at because we tried to fix it. We didn't wait on God. We said, well, this is the direction that I'm going to go and I'm going to take care of it. And he's saying, but I wasn't ready to to give you that just yet. I wasn't ready to bring this into your life just yet. I wasn't ready to give you that just yet. But you chose King Saul because you needed somebody right now. You needed that answer right now and didn't wait on me. I had a king. I had a better thing waiting for you. We'll get there. He'll get us there. It's how long do we want to take. And how much trouble and trial do we want to go through. To get to that place. 
Amen. So when did I forget? He's always been the king of the world. When did I forget that he's got every answer, that he's got every way? This is an eternal salvation thing that we're living for and what we're looking to do and what we want in this life. I encourage you. This word is encouraging. This message is encouraging because it gives us hope. It gives us an out whenever we start feeling that way. Whenever we start feeling overloaded, burdened, downtrodden, coming in here saying, I don't know why I'm even here. I can't feel anything. I don't know what's going on. We better get in touch with the king. We better get in touch with the king when we start feeling that way. That's our responsibility, not our pastor's. He can bring the word like nobody else from this pulpit. But he can only do so much. We have to take that. We have to go to the king. We have to say, Lord, just like you told Job, you're telling me. We're no different. We're no different. We can find ourselves walking and talking and feeling the same things. But we're no different than those apostles, those children of Israel. And we have to say, peace. Peace be still like we heard Sunday night. Take control, Lord. Help me to not forget. Please, we can't keep coming in here downtrodden and broken. We've got to walk out of here in victory. It's too, the kingdom is at hand. It's too important for us to do our part in this kingdom. It's too important for us to walk in victory and know that this word is for us. To know that Job went through what he went through to give us victory. To know that when we start to feel in that way, God will speak and tell us who he is. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If the musicians would come, I, I want to go ahead and close. But I hope we receive that today and tonight. Because, again, I believe God is, is strongly talking to his people for what he wants to do. The revival that he wants to bring to this city, this nation. We've gotten so far away. We see such powerful things happening and so many other countries that, that they have nothing else. So they turn to God. Healings, thousands being filled with his spirit. And, and we have great victory. I, I thank God for the baptisms we had this past Sunday. And the people being filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Praise God for that. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And that's what we should be seeing every week. Hallelujah. And it's knowing that he's the king of the world and us having faith to step out and just speak and be bold in this, in this city, in this nation, in this world, for this congregation and what God's going to do. He wants to do amazing things in this city and in this church, and it's going to happen. But we can't forget. We can't forget. But it's all right. It's all right when we do for a minute because we can know that the apostles did it, Job did it, John the Baptist did it, on and on people did it. And God always said, no, this is who I am. This is who I am. So we have to remember and say, okay, Lord, take it. Take it. Don't let that condemnation or let the enemy put condemnation on you to say, see, you've given up. And let that keep bringing us in here or into our families and let that spread to our families, our friends, our coworkers, because we carry everything with us. We are the light. Amen? And that's what we need to do. We, need, we can choose what are we showing, what are we sharing. Can we all stand and just seek the Lord for a minute? Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Lord God. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I can trust in you. My God, my provider. I can trust in you. My hope and my friend. You give me peace. You give me joy. I know.